great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other six. <laughs> For those who don't know, Radio Hotmap, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotmap. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, relationship at best. It's a love-hate love -hate kind of arrangement. But I met her every day like a loyal husband. And, uh, and I give her my best shot. I've been on the road for 157 days since uh, February 15. Uh, I, I cover an average of 80 to 100k a day on it. My maximum covered on a day was 180. It took me 17 and a half hours. Uh, my average speed is about 11.3k an hour. That factors in uh, rest time, where I stop to refuel. So my cruising speed is about 15 to 17 k an hour. So if we want to cover 100 day, uh, 100 k's in a day, which is generally what we're trying to do when we've got no communities to stop at, then we're looking at about 10 hours a day in the saddle. Um, I'll show you how I get on it. Um, it's, as you can see, it's a large wheel. It's a 36 inch wheel. Um, it's the biggest you can get. Um, so I get three meters to the pedal. Um, but to get on it, I have to do what's called a running mount. They don't always work out well, so um, so wish me luck. But I'll just I'll just give you a little indication. I'll just ride up there, and then I'll try and ride back down at the speed that I am on the road, just to give you an indication of the kind of clip that I can go at. Watch the pigs. Nice big wheel. It means that you don't fall in potholes. <laughs> He's keeping on going. He's not stopping. Maximum speed is up. Maximum speed is about 27k an hour, but I can only sustain that for about 50 metres. <laughs> Samuel, how did you go coming down the freeway today? It's a uh, bit of a no, descent. No, not on the freeway. So oh, lucky. Good, mate. No problem. At all. <laughs> yeah, no worries. The cops had a bit to say about that one, but we were all right. Um, I left February 15. I arrived back in Melbourne February 13. Two days short of a year. And when I'm struggling out on the road, I think, well, at least you don't have breast cancer. At least you're not dying. At least you're not going through chemo. Um, and that really helps uh, get me through, to be honest. Um, and a lot of the time I employ a lot of positive visualisations. So much like a kid who's training, an 11-year-old kid who's training at really hard at AFL and dreams of holding that Premiership Cup aloft, uh, those kind of fantasies can really help me psychologically. So mine is, I've got a couple. One is that I... I go up the Sydney Harbour Bridge with Connie and with Kathy Freeman. 
and we scaled the Harbour Bridge and we, and we pulled the Aussie flags down and we put pink ones up for 15 minutes. Um, and uh, I'm going to try and make that happen. Um, I think we've got Cathy, but all we need is now uh, all we need now is the Sydney um, City Council. Um, and I've, uh, I've trying to get to them through the WA Governor General who donated um, a significant portion to us as well. So I'm doing whatever I can to make that dream happen. My other most important and number one positive visualisation is uh, is crossing the finish line into into the arms of my sister um, and being able to just tell her that we did it. Um, we didn't just hop on a unicycle and start riding. This took two and a half years of preparation. Um, the reason why it took two and a half years is because we didn't want to spend any of the donated dollars. We had uh, some of the most major uh, breast cancer charities in the country offering for us to spend up to 40 cents in your dollar on our event. And it was really important to us that all the money we raised go straight to our research. Connie's very carefully chosen the Garvin Research Foundation um, here. They, they've, they've, they've pioneered the drug that's keeping her alive. And they do really good biomedical work. So, um, yeah, anything donated goes straight to them. Um, and, yeah, so I keep pedalling in the hope that... It, um, not just that Connie's cancer can be over, which doesn't look like it's going to happen, but in the hope that this riding can be over too, and, uh, and that I can cross that line, and that we can hug each other, and we can say we did it, you know? And, um, and so that gets me through as well, because I've got a belief now that you'll be there at the end. My biggest fear at the start was that she wouldn't, uh, that uh, you wouldn't be around, um, but. Um, even though she's passed her death date that the doctors gave her, as you can see, she's still pretty fit. So, um, so yeah, doing really well. So, uh, once again, um, just to reiterate um, Gino and Connie's comments, thank you so much for listening. Please let, let this be the week that you talk to uh, the women in your life about keeping track of their lumps and bumps. After all, that's what, what we're all about. The money, the money towards the research thing is secondary. Um, yeah, I mean, early detection is the key to survival and um, um, aren't we wishing that we had it picked up on it earlier? So, thanks for having us. Thanks, hey. Well sorry to, sorry to, just, before, just before you go, yeah. Samuel and, and Connie and, and Gino, thanks so much for, for putting this on. Connie, wonderful to see you here. Look, um, with all the travelling around, you would have heard all this controversy with Formula One tyre compounds. What's going on with yours? I mean, have you been changing them? You got any adv advice for Pirelli? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're in complete contravention and breach of most of the uh, regulations that are in place for long-distance unicyclists currently. And, uh, and uh, I unashamedly flout the rules and regulations by using uh, an unapproved and unauthorised tyre. Uh, well, you will know that Bernie Eccleston has been indicted in Germany overnight for bribery, so um, where does that leave you guys? When, when I spoke to Bernie just before that happened, <laughs> as you did, uh, I, I told him you got to watch out, mate. They're on, you know, they're on you. If they're under me, they're under you. And uh, and he, he just doesn't listen. He just doesn't listen. But, uh, but look, he's 84. Yeah, I know. He's going a bit deaf. But um, but yeah, look, it's you know, do you toe the line, go slower, blow out, fall on your face, or do you do you run with what you know will work? Personally, I'd rather flout the law and get, and get me something than uh, get me there. But on, on a serious note, yeah. if we can do, yeah. how many tyres have you gone through? This is through? the second tyre, and it's fresh. Because it, it's, 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 it's got the nipples. Yeah, so it's only the second tyre like we've been through. We've been through probably two dozen tubes, though. 
So, yeah, the tyres have held up well. And who is the brand? What, what brand? Swalby, the best in the world. The, the We've got better bike sponsors than most uh, Tour de France teams. Absolutely, and you can see them on the side of the van. Basically, really, really high-end bike sponsors. That's because of Leighton here, basically. Have, you, have you had any drug testing on the way? Any drug testing on the border? <laughs> you might find a beer in me. <laughs> no, work. we had to hand over our fruit and veg. That was about it. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. gobble it down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Can we kick some goals? Let's kick some goals. Right. Right. Is the challenge, like, is it just me, is it? Because maybe, maybe, the, maybe the boys might like to have a track as well. Mate. This is Lake and Al. They've been on the road with us and they do an amazing job. Samuel, let's ask a few questions about cuisine as you've been travelling yep. around. Interesting, have you been sticking to a strict diet or basically like controlled food? Or, or are you going, hey, there's a bunch of trucks stopped in here. That looks like a good place to have a oh, station sandwich. Yeah, yeah, what's the story? Uh, because well, I, I reckon that you could travel around Australia and make a story about steak sandwiches. No, oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. totally. There's some illegal sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, firstly, you can't have a round one, which we came oh, across yeah. recently, because it's, could you cut that diagonally? Yes. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> well, um, because we don't have much pork. of a budget, um, I'm, we're constantly eating our own food. Um, so every now and then I'll bust out and we'll go out for, for a meal. But because um, there's three of us, if I want to go and have a steak with me and the team, we're looking at 150 bucks. So, um, so um, I eat whatever I want, whenever I want. So I burn it all off. I went and saw nutritionists and all that kind of stuff, and I threw away whatever they told me fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, basically, as long, as long as I'm eating enough from all of the food groups, then then I'm okay. Um, so, but I, you're hankering for a steak sandwich. Steaks more than steak sandwiches. Um, I've, I've discovered a love for steaks, so yeah, I always go to steak medium rare and you, and you, with garlic do you, sauce. Do you just like soft pass? A truck stop and see all the trucks there. Or do you go, oh, that's a good sign. I'm never tempted to stop and eat at a truck you can't stop. Go back. So, oh, they're bloody, you pay 40 bucks for a very average but, but, bloody meal half the time. Um, I mean, I've had, I've had some great steaks, don't get me wrong. But, um, it's what I most commonly order. But, um, but I'm not a truck stop food fan, to be honest. I, I had a mate, Sam, that, um, or acquaintance, that rode a bike from Queensland to Sydney many, many years ago. Yeah. And he said food was yeah, more expensive than petrol. It yeah. would have been cheaper to drive Especially a car the than the amount that you spent on food. Unbelievable. Oh, I went to the supermarket, got a couple of boxes of stuff, plus some fuel, and it was 700 bucks. <laughs> I filled up the van and, and some of the jerry cans, and then and then went in and just bought some basic supplies, and it was $700. Ridiculous. Like through the, sort of through the middle. It's, you know, oh, no, they don't really, yeah, I mean, they don't sell much perishable. Well, it, it does have the shelf life nowadays, fuel. Yeah, but I mean, it was just fresh food and I mean it's just really hard to come by in a lot of these areas and it's really expensive yeah. so yeah food's killed us man because we're looking at 40 grand in food over the year um, so now we get a lot of people cooking for us which really helps and the beer's going onto the... We don't have beer on budget, but... No, we, no, but it doesn't, here, not now. Well, oh, no, I don't... Money that's your first beer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. On the entire yeah. trip. What's that? 
That's your first beer in the entire trip. Oh, oh yeah, for oh, first or second. Oh, um, yeah. No, I, I didn't drink for the first three weeks, and then I had a drink, and, and I did all right the next day, and I realised I could do both. Um, Any good wine out there? Oh, plenty, plenty, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, you know, we, we live as well. You know, if, if I'm at a fundraiser and people are having beers, I'll have a beer, for sure. Yeah, you got to be. Um, and right if I'm thing. not riding the next day, sometimes I'll give it a bit of a nudge. Why not? Why not? You're an elite. You're an elite athlete. I don't do it the way these <laughs> farmer guys do it. Like it's, it's, you know, like they, they run to strict regimens. Their, their diet is controlled. They, they very rarely drink. They've got, you know, masseuses travelling with them. I'm proof that you don't need a masseuse. You don't need a dietitian, and and you can have a few beers along the way. No and you don't need still not. Listen to your body. Now there's a joke, there's a joke coming in. You see, Samuel gets all the, it's all about Samuel, but actually it's not. But uh, there's a voice here that's the other side of the, the record. Yes. Connie. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm the sister in love your sister. Yeah. So, you know, I'm the driving force behind it all. Uh, uh, you, you know, you're going to be like my sausage dog, because it was a sausage sizzle. <laughs> I brought Russ along. You better come, come over with Russ. <laughs> this, this is Rusty Sausage. And, um, and, and it, these are the, this is the second longest living dog in the history of the world, like in terms of breeds, 25 years. And there's, a, I think, a, a Peruvian yak left-handed dog, but they haven't been seen for ages. So, Rusty Sausage. She used to be Audrey Hepburn. This is her. <laughs> I can't believe you brought him to a sausage sizzle. Yeah, I know. Don't you think you'd be feeling uncomfortable? She, they, yeah, no, she's a little bit vertically challenged. So we'll leave her over there. But, uh, look, you know, it, 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 it has been very... Whilst the, the whole focus of, the, of this uh, uh, event has been on, on, on saving your life and, and creating awareness, um, there's been little we've heard of you. Yeah, well, um, Sam's the main um, the main player, I guess. Uh, I'm sort of having a t- terminal diagnosis and having young kids. My main focus is um, on spending quality time with them and um, making sure that they've got memories of their mum, um, building memories I with them. I don't want to get a nose shot. <laughs> You're gonna do so. Don't get the side. Don't get the get the straight on. I don't want the. Riga, you don't want a profile. I don't want the Riga Latvia shot. Filming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, don't do that. Edit that out. So. Um, ID mark too. So yeah, while while I've been um, heavily involved in organising the event and. Um, Organising sponsors and doing logistics and doing media and stuff like that. Um, my, my primary goal is to spend time with my kids. Yeah. So um, Sam's the one out there doing the pedalling. He's doing all the hard work. So you've been sort of flying in, flying out. Yeah, and I only come only come to the capital cities because okay. I have to stay near a hospital. Um, yeah. When I went to Darwin, I was hospitalised um, and resuscitated. So um, and you know I've been in ICU three times in Canberra. So um, I kind of need to stay close to good medical attention as well um, and uh, yeah so I spend my time at home with the kids um, and just make regular phone contact with Sam and keep keep involved with the event but I'm not the front face of it he's the famous one and he's the one that's doing the peddling um, so yeah I'm just sort of the backstory I guess yeah and you know it's not uh, like you said about saving my life um, there is no cure 
for my for my cancer. There's um, no there's treatments to prolong my life, but there's no cure, um, and it doesn't look like any of the new treatments that are coming onto the market will be any good for me. Um, so it's more about. Um, raising awareness and making sure that young mums um, get themselves checked and aware and are aware of their bodies and proactive about their health so they can get diagnosed early because uh, we know that breast cancer is on the rise so early diagnosis is the key um, if I had been diagnosed six months earlier I probably wouldn't be terminal but you know on that on that note I have to tell you a story about my father who just passed away at 96 years old Wow, that's a good innings. Um, he had cancer um, a while ago and was born in Europe and he went to sleep after having a chicken sandwich for lunch. And, you know, and all the... You can't go on, you can't go on, you can't survive, you can't survive. All those mathematical sort of statements, that there's out of the blue stuff just... And, yeah, and, and you know, but taking all the negativity out of the situation yeah. with Lance Armstrong, you go, hello, yeah. you know, um, there's another survivor. So there is yeah. always hope and, and, and yeah. There's, um, there's the sort of breast cancer that um, Kylie Minogue and Delta Goodrum had and that's um, curable and treatable and that's initially how I was treated. But once it had spread to my lungs and my kidneys and my liver and my spine and my pelvis and my knee... Um, it, it became the sort of cancer that Jane McGrath and um, Belinda Emmett had. Um, and uh, I guess the, the more I come to terms with that, then the easier it is for me to, um, to spend quality time with my family and to make the most of the time that I've got left. Yeah. Well, look, it's just lovely that you made it over today to a rather unusually um, grey old Adelaide day but yeah. you know, standing here I haven't seen the perspective of the hills before and I yeah, go well it's beautiful. you know you usually because it's such a flat zone you just yeah. don't really get to see it and so. he rode he rode into Adelaide when he came in in March he rode in through, over the hills somewhere and it was raining and it was the first rain that he'd had on his trip because it was only two weeks that he'd been out of Melbourne and um, it was the first rain he'd had. He didn't have any wet weather gear, so the first thing he had to do when we got to Adelaide was buy wet weather gear. It's like, I think if you're going on the road for a year, you can guarantee you're going to get some rain, you should have a raincoat. Absolutely. <laughs> well, look, good luck. And, and can you come over? I'd love to take a shot of you in Rusty Sausage. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Well, here that, we are, Johnny. Well, here we are, Johnny. And, exactly. and it, it was fun to catch up with, uh, with, with Samuel Sam. and Connie. Yeah, it was. And, uh, and, to, and to feel his muscly legs. It was a bit of a worry. Muscly legs if they've cycled. How many times have you done that? It was a bit of a worry. Yeah, you're right. But here we are. I thought ham steaks tonight, but there's yep. no ham steaks. Okay. So I've had to settle on a... Um, a wagyu. A, a sneaky wagyu. Yep, 400 grams. 400 gram and that voice that you can hear viewers is um, Darren, Darren from Taylor's Wines. There you go. What's going on Darren? Because we don't know. Well here we are, we're standing in um, the Parade Shopping Centre, Norwood, Norwood Place I believe it is. We're tasting our lovely range of wines called Jarriman. Jarriman was a fusion of regions. But we're sitting out the um, sitting outside the lovely parade cellars. I'm spruiking my wares and I've met you two lovely gentlemen. We're having a good laugh, we're having a chat. 
and drinking some terrific wine. Well, we're not lovely, but I know you're the kind of guy that doesn't want to be hiding in a hotel room. Correct. I thought to myself, well, these, these are my options for tonight. Come to Parade Cellars and taste some lovely Taylor's wines, or sit in my hotel room. But just remember this. A brainer, isn't it? If I'd sat in my hotel room, I wouldn't have met you two oh, chaps. Forget the lovely then. By your own words, forget the lovely. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yep. laughs> now, um, isn't it, it's, it's actually a really good little shopping arrangement here. I like that down here. I like that. I'm not getting in your way now, so you need to get And please. Sorry, I wouldn't know. Like, you're actually impressive doing the podcast. Sorry? I don't actually know what a podcast is, but it sounds really important. <laughs> you, know, you know what a podcast is? Yes. Do you know anything about yeah. Taylor's wine? Well, you'll be on, you're on Apple iTunes Music Store, so it's all cool, but please, the customers are number one. Every now and again since the 137 and a half kilometres north in the beautiful Clare Valley. Would you like to taste some wine, sir? The Riesling, please. Riesling, certainly. Bit of a podcaster, are you? Working for a Royal Adelaide Hotel. Hospital. I know. I said hotel. Got to go back after this. So don't tell anyone. <laughs> I won't tell anyone, and I don't think we do any. I don't think the NSA do voice printing on our podcast no, at this point. But we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's really, it's a good point. No. Sir, you're tasting the 2012 Cherubin Reason. Your diagnosis and uh, will probably be highly enhanced from this experience here in... Um, I think uh, we can turn this off. <laughs> ...in Seven Springs, Colorado. What? Where's Seven Springs, Colorado? Well, Is it close to Vail? It's closer than Adelaide. <laughs> Let's just say you can look up the website and then hear yourself. See, that'd be go off. That'd, that'd, right. be, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> you, know, you know what's good about going skiing in Colorado? And I went skiing in Colorado Springs, Steamboat Springs. Ski in, ski out. They just come messing around with people. Skiing. I don't have the luxury of you out of Fort Go snow skiing. I can water ski a long time ago, but it looked pretty silly trying to water ski on the snow in a boat. All about spending someone else's money. What do you think about the nose of that little white? Closed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bit like the Adelaide Hotel. Oh. <laughs> oh. I hear they're I hear they're expanding. The building? There's building. cranes everywhere. Yeah, there is. There's cranes yep. everywhere. We get the prize for the most cranes in one uh, square kilometre. It's just crazy. <laughs> crazy. You could turn around and put that on your podcast. Sorry, it's on your going? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> It'll be on it's on Apple iTunes music store. I suppose we should give the the gentleman another car. I, I, I printed him. You don't give him out. He should get one. You're right. So we can get another listener who's a viewer. And that's it from us in can't say where plaza. Can't say where plaza. Good night. Salad drinking Taylor's wines. Good night. <laughs> there you go. See you fucking later. Really good Taylor's wines. <laughs>
Well, yeah, I'd like mine pill, yeah, that'd be lovely, thank you. Isn't it funny, JP, that after all these years of doing Radio Hot Lap and podcasts, that here we were coming up to 250, not that we were sort of really, I, I don't think we were looking at somebody celebrating 250, you know, 100, 200. That's right. Well, in hindsight, you sort of, it's just weird. It is. And then here we are where we are. And Oh, viewers, well, I might be banging on about it, but it's very hard to get to move on from what's going on. I, I just find it, that's, that's, that's where I am. Well, that's because you were so close to our album, mate. Well, and, and you were reason. just as close. Well, I wasn't just as close as you, but I was, I mean, I considered Alan to be a good friend. But it's all, it's just not but it's all around. Yeah, that's, you know, it's been a hard few weeks, that's for sure. <laughs> but on a positive, well... Looks like we'll be getting a corporate box at Bathurst for the 12 hour. <laughs> now with International Pauly, behind the arrival of the Nissan GDR program. Which is fantastic. Yeah, for, for us. For young drivers. For, for corporate boxes and hotels. <laughs> and the GT Academy, no less. Uh, no, the Nissan Athletes. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. I, noticed, I, saw, I got the new uh, email yesterday or the day before, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's coming under it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a fictitious company, that brand and name that he's that's very unusual. There's something weird going on there. But that is international. It is. Yeah. And it'll all come out in the wash, as it usually does with international. Two chins international. That's a new name, is it? Two chins. Two chins. Two chins. Well, it's been a bit of a weird sort of evening, hasn't it? Yeah, we've gone from Sam doing his bike ride around Australia on a, on a unicycle to tasting Taylor's wines at Norwood Shopping Centre, and here we are back at Radio Hot Lap World HQ. About to taste the world's most expensive steak, but I That's can right. see you can sell, you're salivating over that. Well, it does look rather tasty, doesn't it? There's no doubt about I'm, that. But I couldn't believe, I must I must say, I was pretty gobsmacked by the pricing. But so it better be the world's best steak. Tell the viewers the weight and the price, and then put it in perspective that if you were going out for a steak. True. If you were going out for a steak, it probably wouldn't be too terrible. It's a... Um, a beautiful, absolutely beautiful wagyu with lots of nice marbling all the way through and a nice crunchy rama fatty bit around the outside. It's a, uh, a sirloin. It's probably... Mr. to you. Probably 35 mils thick, roughly. And... Oh, get out the vernius. And it costs... And it's... Uh, 295 grams, no, 395 grams, I beg your pardon. So it's about 85 bucks a kilo. Yeah. And it costs $31 how much? Like one steak, it will be more than adequate for both of us. Well, it's 200 grams each, and 200 gram yeah, steak's yeah, perfect, yeah, I reckon. That's, that's absolutely So that's a few fun. little um, spud some short snap peas, and what else have you got? A bit of celery. No, it's always going in the soup. I've got soup. No, 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 not for you. Okay. I'm making the soup's not for me. The celery's not for me, therefore. Would you like a bit of soup? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. That's fine. I have to wait for my meal. It's not, it's I'm not okay. finished yet. Um, it's still souping. And um, Johnny's favourite homemade 
homemade uh, old-fashioned uh, gravy. Oh, okay. Uh, with uh, the, uh, as you see, with the stock cubes coming out of the fridge here, yeah. which will be um, oh, okay. uh, infused with uh, various other little things here. And, uh, right. Oh. Could be all right. Oh, okay. Oh. We've got one of those frozen jus balls. <laughs> From Latvia. From Latvia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're, co- they're very concentrated. Right. Because they've been in a camp. Right. I think that's bad, actually, but there you go. I'll just pass on that without making comment. The frozen <laughs> camp. The frozen camp. Frozen camp. That's it. So it should be very nice. Nice. Should be very pleasant indeed. Tech so, time. Have you had much tech time lately? We haven't had hardly any tech time lately, actually. You're right. And I guess you we've know, been sort of distracted with other things. I have to say that the, it, it, the silence is deafening. Correct. <laughs> about well, we've had we've had the arrival of the new low power Haswell processors in the in the MacBook Air. Yes. But it only to be played by flickering problems with those who are using Photoshop. However, I believe it's not the processor or the laptop problem, it's Adobe's version of Creative Cloud. Hmm. Well, do tell. Are they, are they cranking out too quickly with this, you know, uh, the whole... Uh, one of the big pushes that they made with Creative Cloud was the fact that if you're buying normal off-the-shelf software, inverted commas, that you're installing from a DVD... A boxed copy. A boxed copy. Not um, a box. Because of the 13 months to 18 months between versions, they can only do a minimal amount of updates during the life of the product before the next version comes out. One of the big pushes that they made when they were promoting Creative Cloud... Uh, was the fact that because it is what it is, they can continually do updates all the way through. So if they come yeah, up with some new whiz-bang method... I don't, I don't buy any of that. Whatever. I don't buy any of that because I had a software update tool, which so didn't work did. anyway. Yeah, yeah. But they're and saying... In fact, the update tool needed to be updating. You, you, the first thing you well, say... Well, I know. Well, good, every, every time it launches... Yeah, you say, oh, 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 look... We, Adobe applications need to do an update. Oh, yeah. what needs updating? Oh, the update tool. Yeah. Oh, the updater needs updating. Ooh, that's weird. So, well, on, and on that basis, if, if because that was all web-based in itself, the, the downloads for the updates and the updating the updater, um, <laughs> they're obviously going to have to get their niggers in a knot promoting all of this you, you latest and greatest, uh, which is all downloaded from the web. So, I don't know. I don't know, but there's still plenty of scuttlebutt out there on different websites about people having a whinge. So, um, six time alone will tell. There was a very interesting article in, uh, I can't remember what it was, it wasn't BIT. It was one of the online uh, magazines, uh, I think it was more geared towards photographers um, that I read the day before yesterday where they were saying, well, okay, if you're pissed off with Adobe and you, and, and you don't like this idea of having to become creative cloud, here are your other options if you don't want to use Photoshop. And it was quite a comprehensive, well-researched and um, 
uh, well-written list of alternatives that were that had been tested and been reviewed, and basically saying that for a relatively minimal amount, I think the most expensive of the whole lot was about 300 bucks. Um, these are your alternatives. So I think that inadvertently, Adobe, whilst they're gathering a huge number of users, the ones that want to jump off the train, as it were, uh, for people who create these other apps, they've got a good opportunity to maybe not sell anywhere near the amount that Adobe are selling, but certainly to increase their market share. Adobe Photoshop has been around since 1991. Yes. With the release of 1.07, which was the first version they actually made available. The plugins didn't exist. We've probably talked about this in earlier versions of the show. Versions. (laughs) <laughs> episodes. Yeah, but you know, here we are, you know, 22 years later, I've been using it ever since. It's it's just magically robotic to me. It's like I never learnt to type, but I can Photoshop without knowing I'm doing it. That's right. So Photoshop. what am I going to do? I'm am I going to am I going to learn a new application where I know all the buttons are in a different location? No, I'm not. No, true. And I don't learn 22 years later in my life as well as I did previously. And for me, Photoshop's to go, and I have CS3 and CS5, and yep. I'm predominantly a CS3 user. Because that was the interface that suited you best. Uh, far, CS5 far, hasn't changed, but it, it, it took away far, some far. fast commands that I didn't like. And yeah. I go, look, I, I, there, there's very little in CS5, as opposed to integration with some of the other Adobe tools, but yep. as a standalone, CS3 is probably the best Ferrari of Photoshop that they made. Yep, yeah. That worked perfectly on its own and it just does a damn good job. Well, see, I'm still using CS4. And and you're the only person I've ever heard of who uses 4. No one uses 4, they use 3 or 5 because 3 went, no, I'm not going to buy 4. Yeah. And you must have got a. I got a a copy of 4. And yeah. so that's right. But see, that was the last copy we ever got. And that's I've, the last and, gratis and copy I've we ever got. And I've never used 4, mm. and I'd be interested to have a look at 4 to see whether yeah. 4 is... Well, I don't want 5. Because mm. 5 took away some really key, cool features, like auto web gallery. Just the yeah. really, really easy stuff. And I go, they might not be the cleverest web, ga- web gallery, but it goes, bang, it's done, it's out the door. And it yeah. processes the files in the way that I want them. And so it's all about workflow. Mm, and Adobe is. seems to have been the, the most uh, annoying company, which just goes, here's your workflow, this is what it is, and then they just change it for you. Yeah, but I think the, the reason that they change it, again, is their focus. Their focus is no longer on the artists of this world who work alone in small studios or in groups of two or three. Their focus is corporate. And this whole deal of creative sweat and the way that they, they, they've neglected their customers. They've forgotten where they came from. As exactly. many big companies do these days. And they're exactly, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it, it's all based around the fact of this collaborative work group environment. And so, hence all the changes. In their own, in their own mind. Well, that's right. But they know right. where the money is, so that's, that's where they're that, pushing. Yeah, 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 but it is, it just sucks. Yeah. They forgot who their client base was. Their original client base. There's been no loyalty to that. 
None. And for that, very little. Anyway. I'm not happy, Jay. Well, you don't say. <laughs> you do say. Well, what do you think? Well, I think, you know. It's a fair comment. It is, it's an absolute comment. Yes. And, and like, yes. I, you know, if I have to, if I, and I buy a new, as soon as a new Haswell processor, IMAX come out, I'll, I'll get a new 27 inch bit of loveliness, with whatever it's got to have, and everything like that, and lots of RAM. And I'll, obviously, I'll have to put the cloud on it, won't I? Yeah, you won't have, have a choice. Yeah. But my, you know, my, my number one bitch is about Photoshop? Is you can't have a neutral white background. They can only let you go down to light grey. Mm. Come on! Well, you go black, less black, less black, more grey. Can you just add white? <laughs> like, it, it, can't we have an option to go old tools interface mm. mode? Yeah, Give us exactly. all the functionality, but like, it's, yeah. it's just like that, that, that is really confounds me that they just forgot everybody. Well, I mean, but, you know, to be fair to Adobe, they're not orphans, are they? I mean, look at what Apple did with uh, with Final Cut X. That well, well, came in for a lot of angst should talk about for similar reasons. Well, not that you were selling a lot of that, but... No, but, but nevertheless. But, uh, but should we talk about some parallels about which both... How have both companies... Treated the channel. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you know, you go fucking assholes, Apple, fucking assholes, Adobe. Yep. But but really, it is, isn't it? It's coming down to it's it's information centric, mm. and as much as they are still providing product to outlets other than their own branded company stores, eventually they'll just go. Sorry, not doing that. Yep. And you'll be fucked. Exactly. And the only thing you'll be able to sell will be expertise. That's right. And that's right. what I'm doing now. And that's where we're... In, in this new venture. That's still right? where we're making a, uh, a, a good quid as so opposed to the money that ten, ten you're making on, out of retail. Ten years on, yeah. there won't be an outlet. Yeah. Oh, yes, there will be, you know, in a little country town. Mm. You know, you'll still be able to buy... They'll have to be able to provide. You can't expect it to go travel from tiny oh, no. villages in Tuscany to Rome to buy it. But, well, then you buy it online. Simple as that. You might need to go retail. Yeah. On a reverse psychology basis. Tailors, fancy that. Well, it looks like it's um, a wine that we tasted only half an hour ago. Well, not until you try, Cold. try a little bit of this. Taylor's Winemaker's Project, which I thought was an interesting uh, idea. Do I have to guess where it's come from? Well, you can guess, but you know, I'm not going to be telling you where it's coming from. Oh, dogs are in. <laughs> oh, beg your pardon, <laughs> sausage. G'day, viewers. Dogs, dogs. Scratching. I can't get it open. 
do tease that dog. So this is very um, rich, isn't it? The old Langhorn Creek. Bleasdale Bremerview Langhorn Creek, it's a, it's 2010. A, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a two uh, golds and a silver. It's mm. a bit of a fan oh. of the triple chinster, the mm. Nissan triple chinster. Yeah, well, see, you can't get any gutsy like this over there, can you? So he had it to be savage. a savage. It to really be. was, but it was. was yeah, it was. Well, he must have put his head up when you took that photo then, because he didn't look that bad. Mmm, <laughs> very, um... Alison, fuckface, do you want some carrots? Mmm. Do you want a bit of, you want some carrot? Carrots and sugar snaps. One carrot, sugar snap carrots. Sugar snap piece. Do you carrots. want carrots? Yeah, carrots would be good. Watch out for that. That's your bean. That's your wheelie bean. are off. Shut so up. what other tech have we got to talk about? There's really not been that much sensational stuff happening. Just leave it out there, will you? Like, yeah, because it's really happy now. Let me yeah, in, you know. You don't want yeah, to play the game. Happy now. Carry on like a chook. Small dog. Listen to it. I don't know anything. I haven't heard of it. I want to talk to you about iPhone 8. Yeah. Because you know iPhone 8's coming. iPhone 8? Yeah. You mean iOS? No, iPhone, iPhone 8. Right. Coming? Already? Mm. Yeah. Well, well, after. After? iPhone 7. <laughs> Which is after iPhone 6 that we haven't even got yet. Little home five S, but you know, just right. Look, it's, it's we might as well get in early. Is it going to be coloured plastic? Well, it's a cheap version. It actually so they'll sell in China. The thing is, it won't be a phone. Right. You'll just think you've got a phone. Right. That's a good way ahead. Be made of unobtainium. Yep. No. So, like, like the five and the five and the five S and the six. Not really. You know. Heard it here first. The dog, yafters. Yafters. Yafters, yafters. Listen to it. It's away. So, yes, there's plenty of rumours. But nothing positive as usual. Hey, what's all this? Are these the stickers? Yeah, they're the stickers. Oh. Okay, I'll take. Here they are! It's the. Well, there you go. There Hugo. Hugo, indeed. Big, aren't they? They, and they're very glossy. Mm. You know, that well. I think it would be only appropriate to get the Jezzer on the phone to congratulate him for such hard work mm. that he's done to get the stickers off the line. And a great job. I'll put it on a P, P, A, P, U, P, Pow, Oos. <laughs> what? Pow, Oos. It says Pow, Oos. Oh, pause, you wanker. Oh, is that what it was? Well, fucking hurry up. That's short, sharp, and shiny.